Welcome to Living Stones Church. We pray that this message impacts and touches your heart in such a great way. Enjoy the message. Good. Oh my goodness. <gasps> Yay! We're yes. so happy to see so you. So good to be home. Thank you, Pastor so happy to be AJ. Back. Thank you very much. Oh my goodness. I am fired up today. Oh, I was I was telling some people before, I was like, man, I'm so pumped today. They're like, I'm so excited that you're pumped. <laughs> but we're we're gonna what we're gonna share today, we're gonna try to put our whole month into one service impossible impossible we could have we could have spread this out and made it a series to talk about (laughs) all that god did but it was just absolutely incredible um first i want to say hi to the people online where are my where are my people online at how you doing today oh my goodness i can hear them shouting through the camera it's so good that's right sierra hennessy glad you're watching alex bush love you john hassler you're amazing lynn we love you Incredible people, Phil Norman, Carolyn McKinney, Dorothy Faraganin, John Nett, and the Brandy Berry Bunch. So good. Love how, you guys how, all so much. How's the volume? Is it echoing? Is it's it echoing? too loud. Too loud? It's too loud. Thanks, Brad. I'm like, it's echoing in my were, ears. Were you so. whispering in this last week, Pastor AJ? Is that what it was? <laughs> no. How was the preaching this last month? Was it amazing? So good. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. I'm excited. We haven't gone back and watched them yet. We, we weren't allowed. I don't know if they told yep. you that, but we weren't allowed to watch service. Yep. And so. I'm ungrounded um, now. I can, I can do whatever I want, so they that's, said. That's our homework this week is to go catch up on yes, everything. I so. can't wait. It's going to be so awesome. All right. Well, those of you that are here, where are my paper Bible people at? We got some paper Bibles in the house? Yeah. Got some paper Bibles. Good. Good. We got a new. I, we. You, we both this did, is but a this new is Bible not my new one. Yeah. that I got in Tennessee, and it still isn't like broken in all the oh, way. Oh yeah. And so, like when I'm at the end here, it's like not staying open. So if you it's see okay. me wrestling with my word, you know. Chelsea's why. old Bible would have been better, huh? Well, my old, old Bible old is falling apart, and it makes a mess everywhere. This one's falling apart too. It's so okay, don't judge a falling apart Bible. It means I mean, it it's gets good. Used. It means I use it, right? It's good. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Awesome. Hey, Mitch, how you doing, buddy? I'm glad you're oh, watching online hey, too. Yeah. Love you, dude. All right, go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. Did you know that we missed you? Yes. Oh, my gosh. We missed you so much. Ah, I'm so excited to be back. So excited to do this stuff with you. You know, mid-December, Pastor AJ and Pastor Sarah were at our house. We were taking care of some paperwork and all those things that we do on the back end. I know you guys only think we work on Sundays, but um, we were doing something midweek, talking about stuff, and and they they had said... Um, hey, we wanted to talk to you about something. And we're like, okay, what's going on? Like, usually that's not a good thing. You know, when, when somebody says <laughs> they want to talk to them, you about something. usually from them, but most of the time when people say, it's like, like, we uh-oh. wanted to talk to you. What's oh, going okay. on, you know? But they said, you know, we're, we're doing the pastoral retreat the first week in January, and we were thinking that you could go and rest for the rest of the month and not do any church stuff. And I was like, what a cute idea. Like, like I don't, I don't know if you know this, but January is usually a launching month, not a resting month. And um, but we were like, okay, well, we'll we'll pray about that and think about that, and and uh, we'll seek counseling on that. And and we did. And and our denomination was like, yes, yes, and yes. And if your team, if you're, if you trust your team, which we do. Uh, then yes, do that. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? Like, I don't know. I've never done this before. I don't know how to do this. Um, so we, we did. We did it. And we spent our first week, we, 
we were at doing our pastoral retreat together. We got to do a birthday party for Pastor AJ. He was he's born on the first of the year. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Did you guys celebrate him for his birthday? You did, right? Yeah. Which we're gonna get to that. We are in a, okay. In a Sorry, bit. I'm getting ahead Don't of myself. I'm out of practice. I'm no, out of practice. I, I haven't we're done this in like that. a month. But we, we did. We said yes. We leaned into what we felt like um, the Lord was communicating to our team, but then also to us. Um, and we, we had peace in it, and we were excited. It was also kind of like it was new, right? Because we have just gone, 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 and we just go, go, go. It's all, all we know. And so um, we said yes, and we're, like, trying to prepare. We're, like, you know, doing no everything. Yeah, no That was plans. part of it. I was like, well, why don't we do this in the summer? Because then we can plan He's for He's like, well, bit. then we can go and do this and do that. And I'm like, well, maybe we should just not do anything. Maybe we should do nothing. Let's just not do anything and try that on for size, right? <laughs> so. Is anybody, um, like, doing nothing? Got some people who like doing I, nothing. I'm, it, I'm a pretty was, much a nothing fan. It was. You say that. But the, <laughs> <laughs> the first, like week or so was really hard because it wasn't that we didn't trust our team because we 100% do. Um, but it was like when you take your, your baby to a babysitter for the first time. It's not that you don't trust the babysitter, but like we felt like did we remember to pack the bottle and did we pack enough diapers and is did the baby well? like yeah. being cranky and like we don't know, right? And like this church is our child. Like we, we I know that might be a funny way to put it, but like we love you guys so much and mm -hmm. and we knew that you would be well taken care of but if your baby is crying or you know something is wrong of course the the parental unit in us right mm -hmm. wants to be there for you right and so um it was it was an adjustment the first week or so of Maybe like two weeks yeah okay like i'm thinking about this person and i'm praying for them but i can't text them and right. i i wonder what's going on and why are they on my heart is something happening and you know, it's like, oh, did I remember to delegate this? And did I remember to delegate that? And, you know, there was all of these pieces. And It's like waking up on a Sunday morning. You're like, I, I'm not allowed to go to church. This is so weird. I, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> so weird. Um, and I'm not allowed to watch online. So I'm going to look at, just for a second, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go online. for. No, I'm not going to do it. Pastor Sarah will see me. I The first, yeah. The first two weeks, the first two weeks, I made sure to, like, keep him busy at 10 o'clock. I was like, it's 9.45. Let's go for a bike ride around the lake. <laughs> so you can't, you know, like I was really intentional. And it's not that I had to like ground him. He felt he, like he was grounded, but it really was, it really, because I know him, right? And I, I wanted to protect him from feeling like he was letting anybody down, feeling like he was missing something when we both knew everything was handled. Um, but when you love something so much and you're not there and you're not with those people, with you guys, like it, it's hard, right? So um, anyway, so I just, that, all of that being said, I, I do want to just say a quick thank you to our pastoral team. Yes. You guys. Can you just give them a huge hand? Serious. My goodness. Pastor Keith, wherever yes. he's at. Is he in kids? He's probably in kids. He's in yeah. kids. He yeah. filled in for kids, which is awesome. Um, and Pastor Adrian, and Pastor Sarah, and I, incredible. I know there's, we haven't even had like a debrief meeting to yep. know. We all don't know what's, what's going on in our own but church. We've it's gotten cool. just a little bit. And yep. I know, I know, we know what happens in a month. We know all of the things that oh, go yeah. on in a month. And the they stuff. handled it all. Like all they took care of it. And so... Please keep them in your prayers, and I, I'm, I'm, I say that so genuinely. I know it's funny to us, but maybe not to them. So 
They might um, not love us anymore. We're not <laughs> sure. We'll so, find out. No. <laughs> but yeah, but we do. We um, we are so so grateful. And I know I I want to say thank you to Emily. She took yes. on kids while Come while on. we were gone. So good. And so um, good. Amazing, amazing, amazing. That is not a small feat. And yeah. so. Yes, thank you. I know the team stepped up to help you as well. Yep. Um, I want to thank our, our youth team too, yes. Ed and Julie and, and all of these guys. All of them together yes. just rocked it yes. incredibly. Yes. And, and they also took on a new ministry that really kind of pretty much launched itself, yeah. Um, yeah. which is awesome with so friend many to friend. Things. So I know I, we could talk yeah. about all John the John Michelle, stuff. I know John you guys Michelle. stepped up and always you did oh my like the bins. So many people. Look amazing, which means something to someone, yeah. but yeah. It means a lot to us. Yep. We're like, they're yep. beautiful. Yep. So, anyways, thank you, thank you. I thank just want to say, like, thank you to each person individually. So let's just do that for the next half hour. But I'm it, just kidding. But the truth is, is that we could not have taken this month off without, without all, all of, of that, you. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we didn't trust our team, we would have said no. We wouldn't even really prayed about it. We would have been like, <laughs> that's cute. No. Um, but the fact that, like, we know and love our team yeah. so much that it was like, okay, well, we're going to pray about this, and we're going to seek counsel, and we're, we're going to see what God has, right? Yeah. And, um, our, and we trust our team to hear the Lord. Yeah, exactly. Like, so they're like, we feel like the Lord's telling you to rest. And we're like, okay, all right, okay. this is something we need to take seriously. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm really glad we did. Yeah. Yeah, it yep. was amazing. Absolutely. It was absolutely incredible. Are you guys ready to get in the Word with us today? So we wanted to share, of course, some scripture and things that God shared with us over those last month, but we also have pictures and things like that. So just so you know, it's going to kind of be like a hybrid today. Is that okay? crazy. Okay. Okay. Tell your neighbor the title of today's message is Blessed Rest. Blessed Rest. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. Is everybody in Hebrews chapter four? All right. Let's start in verse one. Hebrews chapter four, verse one says, God's promise of entering his rest still stands. Come on, somebody say that. It still stands. It still stands. It still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. Verse two, for this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them, but it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God. Verse three, for only we who believe can enter his rest. As for the others, God said, in my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Even though this rest has been ready since he made the world. Verse 4. We know it is ready because of the place in the scriptures where it mentions the seventh day. On the seventh day, God rested from his work. Verse 5. But in the other passage, God said, they will never enter my place of rest. Verse 6. So God's rest is there for people to enter, but those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. Verse 7. So God set another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. Somebody say it's today. That time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Now, if Joshua had succeeded... In giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest or a Sabbath rest. Still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God, as the people of Israel did, we will fall. 
verse 12. For the word of God is alive and powerful. I like this verse because it gets quoted a lot, but we don't relate it to rest. So here we go. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Verse 13, nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one whom we are accountable. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we thank you for this promise of Sabbath rest, of blessed rest. And so God, as we dive into your word today and as we share our experiences over the last month, Lord, I pray that they would all speak to the hearts of us as people, that we would have ears to hear and listen to what you have to share with us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. 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 So we're ready to dive in. You guys yeah. want to see some pictures? Are we so in your way? Can you I see just, back there? Before we show any pictures, I just want to okay. remind you, we had like two weeks before yeah. this all happened. No plans. No zero. savings. Zero no plans. savings for this. The denomination was amazing. So yeah. we need to thank our free Methodist denomination because yes. they gave us $3,500 to take on this trip. And we, we spread it as thin as possible <laughs> so yeah. we could do all kinds of crazy stuff. And then God put more and more and more on top of this. You guys, like, I was like, if we tell them all what happened, they're going to think I'm lying. Like, this is not possible. There's just so much. And, and to go unplanned, right? Two weeks before the month starts. Unplanned, nothing there. So anyways, let's, let's dive into okay, this so a little bit. Okay, so week one, okay? Week was one. pastoral retreat. There um, it is. That's, that's all of us. Can you guys see with us? Can you see praying up there? So, yeah, so the team, we got together, we prayed, we planned for the year, we um, shared meals together. We Celebrated just, Pastor AJ yes, over there, happy birthday. So much fun. It was amazing. Um, and we, like, the, the six of us, we just turned our phones off and just leaned in, you know, to, to rest, right? Just to get a taste of it. And I know um, it was the beginning of our Sabbath, and so... <laughs> Um, Pastor AJ and Pastor Keith and Pastor Sarah were, were trying to, figure trying to protect and, us as best yeah. as they could. And that It'd be funny and, because we'd all be in the same car and then they'd start looking <laughs> at each other like someone texted something and we can't tell Pastor Justin and Pastor Chelsea. <laughs> well, let's not talk it about it right like, now. Like, <laughs> it was wonderful. It was amazing. So it, it was, was such a good way to start uh, the month and just to, just to put God first. And It was so hard not to have my phone. I know. That was hard. I, I was like, I wanted to text so many of you throughout I, the month, I, and I was not. I, I got kicked off my phone. Pastor yes. Keith managed my phone. Yep. So if he said something mean, it was not me. <laughs> he would never. He I don't wouldn't. Think he he wouldn't. Could. No. I, no, so no, funny. It's, it's, he's not possible. And then the second week, we got to um, be at home for a few days, and then we also got to go to Disneyland for yes. three days. Yes. Which was amazing, and there are. Like, like he said, there are stories that feed into stories that feed into miracles and impossibilities that God did. And right. so no time to plan. We, we, we submitted a thing to our denomination because they said, hey, we're going to send you to Disneyland, like, like put together some packages of what you would want. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know how to do that. Like, here's how much the tickets are. Like, and they're like, okay, well, put a package together of what you want and then like two steps bigger than that. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So, so then we put like three different types of hotels all the way from, has anybody ever stayed at the Grand Californian? 
Somebody stay there before. I didn't know people could actually stay there. That's amazing because <laughs> um, it's so expensive. Right? But uh, wait, I, so I, I was like being crazy. I'll put it. I'm like, okay, maybe the Grand Californian and maybe the Disneyland Hotel and maybe just the Hilton down the street. You know, like and so uh, they they approved the amount for to go to the Grand Californian and then but they said we're just going to give you the money so you can spend it however you'd like. And we're like, oh, okay, well, if that's the case, I don't want to spend it all on the hotel, right? So I'm like, we're just going to stay at a hotel. We're going to sleep there, you know, when we're playing at Disneyland. So we could have stayed at the Grand Californian, but we chose the Hilton down the street. The Hampton, yeah. We stayed at Hampton, which was actually right next to the Toy Story parking lot, which... We didn't know that. We didn't know, but we could just jump on the tram right from the hotel. It was awesome. Skip all the lines. Like, again, God just being crazy. And on top of it... We get on the bus the first day. The second day. Was it second the day? second day? Yeah, it was the second, second day. day. We get on the bus the second day, and my in-laws, there, the pastor that married them for their wedding, just happened to get on the same bus at the same time. From Washington State. From Washington State to be, and so, again, this, I'm telling you, we couldn't have planned all these crazy things that God my did. My mom said that she felt like she was in the splash zone of all of the blessings that, that happened to us this month, and, us, yeah. and it's. It, I know, right? But it was such a great depiction mm-hmm. because, yeah, it's just, yeah, amazing. So, yep. um, so anyway, so you can see Judah up there on the top left just Churro, loving life. And, as big as yes, he was. Yes. Um, and then the bottom left you see there um, with Justin with the Oilers flag. So if anybody doesn't know, um, he's a huge hockey fan, huge Oilers fan. Well, the day that we were at... Was it California Adventures? California Adventures was the last day we were It was were there. the last day we were there, and it just happened to be, what a coincidence, right? Um, it just happened to be Ducks Day, which yep. is a hockey team. Yep, so the and Anaheim so, Ducks were all there. They had a huge hockey, like, thing. We got to go do, like, a shooting contest. Hey. All this hockey stuff was there, and I went and took a picture with the so Oilers So, God flag. brought hockey to Disneyland. To Disneyland. Coincidence. For him. I mean. Coincidence, right? Like, no, like how God. crazy, right? He's got his ears on next to the Oilers flag. I mean, it's just crazy, right? Yep. So, but um, the boys got to hang out at Grams and Papa's house and eat ice cream, live in the dream. Yep. Um, go on roller coasters. Judah and I played Play-Doh more than we ever have. I let them mix mm-hmm. all the colors together, and we made different fun shapes. Which and I think is like, like. Like sacrilegious to mix the colors People together. People think like, that, but that's like but they had a great time, so I guess it's okay. Like, let's add this color and smush like, it together <laughs> and see what happens. I know, yeah. but you know, you can buy more. It's yeah. fine. Um, Crazy. And yeah, and then Noah, like that picture, makes us a little scared for our future. Because that like, is a oh, good-looking boy. Why is he so cute? Put put your daughters away. Like that's a yeah. problem. But anyways, we had a great time. You can see all smiles, and it was amazing. So that was week two. Week three. Week three was stay-at-home week. We got to be at home. Yeah. So we went crazy. (laughs) I knew you would love that. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Noah and Grams have a birthday two days apart. Yes. And so they got to celebrate a birthday breakfast. Yes. So we went and did that. And And their ice cream was on fire. So yes, that was amazing. That's very exciting. Um, I actually learned something. This is totally not in the notes, but you see those sparklers? You're actually supposed to light them at the bottom and let the sparks go up and not at the top and go down. Towards your hand? That makes so much sense. It's supposed to go away from your hand. Isn't that amazing? This I know. Now you know. You're welcome. That was free. I was free. this many days yes. old when I found that Okay, out. so you see the top right. I don't know if you guys can see really well, but we had a fun day at home, like an adventure day is what we told Mm -hmm. the boys. So this whole day ensued. 
they were in their room playing, and so we rigged up this laser, like, obstacle course for them, and they had yeah. to get through it. Well, of course, they touched the lasers, right? It's yarn. It's okay. But, of course, they touched the lasers, the so we lasers had built a big fort in our bedroom, and so that became the jail because they got lasered. They got caught. So they got put in the, in the jail. So we played games in jail, yeah. and I brought them jail food. Like, we had snacks and stuff in there. Like, it was a whole fun thing. And then um, they had to escape from jail, and so we had rigged a Nerf up. War. Yeah, we had a whole bunch of like Nerf guns upstairs for them, and then we were downstairs with our own Nerf guns. And it was um, mayhem. Like yeah, it was hundreds so that's what that and is. hundreds of Nerf bullets all over. It our was house. so much fun, you guys. It was so much fun. Noah shot me right in the eyeball. I told them, put on these safety glasses. And then I look up and boom, right in the eyeball. Yeah. I was like, oh. And then Justin shot me right in the lip. And oh, my yeah, lip she got a fat lip. For like yeah. two days. I don't remember his cover bond. Anyways, yeah. it doesn't she matter. She looked like a movie star. It was you amazing. know, like big old lips, you know? <laughs> it was hilarious. It was like, it was fun. like close range right in the yeah. mouth. I'm like, ugh. It was yeah. so fun. So, but we got to hang out and just be with the boys and just be present and be silly yeah. and um, we kept our phones off and away, and it was it was so much fun. So that was week three. Okay, week four felt like a month. Okay, week four. We went yep. to Hawaii. Now this was not part of our plan. This nope. was not part of the denominational conversation. Yep. Um, we, I'm gonna try and make this really quick. But we basically we went to dinner with some people that we used to do food boxes with during COVID when we were passing out food boxes. Anybody remember food boxes? Oh my gosh, I missed okay, that Okay, so, so we met this couple that we did food boxes with. So they were like acquaintances. They loved the Lord, friends, ministry yeah. friends, right? Well, they called us in December, pretty much right after we had agreed to do the sabbatical. Mm-hmm. And so we are like in, you know, focus mode Christmas of like, mode. we have Christmas, we have to like get everything like, get delegated and prepared for us to be gone. And this couple says, hey, we need to go to dinner with you. We have something to talk to you about. And it was kind of like, okay, that's great. I, I don't want, really have time for that. I want to hear what you have to say, but like now is not really the ideal time, right? Like when you're triaging what mm-hmm. you have to do, right? But we went, we went to dinner with them. We, you know, we're present and we're talking with them and catching up and they, before they knew we were going on sabbatical, they had mentioned that they had bought a house and and they're using it for an Airbnb and da 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 right? So, oh, that's so cool. That's great. Well, then they find out that we're going to be on sabbatical because we said, well, we can't meet with you until February to talk more about this. And so they said, well, we have a week open in January. And so go to our house that's in Hawaii. Yes, I know. Seriously. I'm telling you, you can't make this stuff up. So go, go to our house, and we're like, oh, we're thank like, you, that's very nice, we but don't airfare. We do to go to Hawaii, you know. like, thanks, but. So I looked up tickets. Yeah. I actually had some air miles, and so my ticket was free. So for the four of us to fly round trip, it was $830. You guys, like, like four weeks out, <clears throat> like three weeks out, like yeah, insane. I don't even know how it was possible, but we went to Hawaii for nine days, you guys. It was incredible. Well, before that even happened at the dinner, so we have the dinner and we're kind of looking at each other like, we can't afford to go to Hawaii. Like, this isn't going to work out. Like, thank you. That's really generous, but we won't even be able to get there, let alone anything else. And then it was the next day, the next morning is when the denomination emailed and said, hey, we're going to approve $3,500 and then we're going to give you the money to do it with it however you want. So it wasn't just just to go to Disneyland because that's all that they were giving us money for. So we were able to use that money to pay for the plane tickets so the next day. It actually cost us zero. Nothing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And yeah. there was a car at the house, so we didn't even have a to rent range a car. Rover. 
I know, we were rolling, you guys. It was so fun. I know. It was awesome. I mean, that car had some bass, too. We were like, we were the cool kids. I didn't for know sure. what I was doing, man. Yeah, I'm like, it was, oh, goodness. We were backslidden a little, I think. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was scared to go in the wrong neighborhood or something. Yeah. Like, oh, I was no. like, hey, what's that old song that cusses a lot and it has lots of bass? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We had kids in the car. We would That's never Chelsea's do that best. with kids. No. Um, <laughs> so anyways, there's so many stories and we're so running out of time. Stories. But I know. But it rained every day there. And I'll just tell you, it rained every single day. And it was 80 degrees while it was raining. So it didn't really matter. But you still don't want to be wet while you're doing things, right? But we, and we're from Washington, so who cares, right? No rain, yep. But we would get in the car to go somewhere, and we're like, yeah, well, we're going to be wet. And as soon as we pulled up, the rain would stop. I kid you not. Every single time, you guys, we decided to go. I don't know if you can see that on the bottom right, but that is uh, Kilauea. That's the active volcano that they have there. It's lava. It's actual lava that's boiling and moving, and it's so it surreal. It's the coolest thing. We and went you're not running in fear. Before sun up. It was crazy. Awesome. Yeah, so we went before sunup because the crowds are less. And so the whole way up the mountain, like our windshield wipers are like, like thwipping like crazy, right? And so um, we get up to the volcano and it stops raining. And so we get to like watch and just like put their jaws on the floor, just looking at this amazing. The boys end up going back to the car because they probably get bored and I'm still like <laughs> geeking out. And then I'm like, okay. And so I decided to walk back to the car. And as I'm walking back to the car, it starts sprinkling again. All the way down the mountain, it's raining Pouring like crazy. Yep. Like, it's just all Everywhere week, we went. All week, it was Everywhere. like that. It was like, it was, should we really try to go to the beach right now? And then we'd get in the car, it'd be raining like crazy. Like We're in guy, our beach clothes. And, the and, guy that we paid parking yeah, for, he's like, he's no, He's like, I'm not going to take your money because when you get down there, you're going to see it's too dangerous. And so I don't want to take your money. I'm like, no, here, take my parking money. Like, even if we don't stay, I want to support your business. So thank you. And, and then we, we went and the rain stopped and we enjoyed it. And <laughs> I saw amazing. thousands of fish in there. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, it was amazing. So anyways, there's stories beyond all of this. Um, I don't know if you can see the, the picture where Jude, or Noah has a red hat on and then the other picture where we're sitting on the beach, Justin and I. So that, we were supposed to be home already at that point. So we actually were in Hawaii for 10 days. And long story short, our flight got canceled, and so we ended up stuck in Honolulu, which we were on the big island um, where the beaches are very rocky and, like, lots of lava rocks and stuff. And we were still able to swim, but it just wasn't the Hawaii beaches you think of. So we got stuck in Honolulu. The airlines put us up on a hotel across the street from Waikiki Beach. Like, only God. And Noah, like, the one thing he wanted to do was go see Pearl Harbor, but we weren't on that island. island. We weren't on Oahu. And so we're like, well, maybe you can see it from the air when we're flying in. It's right by the airport. And then, of course, God gives us enough time to where we could go to Pearl Harbor. And, like, that's how the trip was the whole time. And I'm paraphrasing so much, but I want to give you guys the first point. Okay, are you ready? There's actually points in the next, like, five minutes. So good. Okay, Lord, help us. Okay. I will be obedient to God to access blessed rest. I will be Come on, obedient can we say to that together? I will be obedient to God to access blessed rest. Now, you guys, blessed rest. Like, this is, this is rest we've never experienced before. I've never watched God. I mean, I've watched God do a lot of miracles, and it's been incredible. But to have him do it over and over and over and over again for a month 
was just absolutely insane. So I want to go back to verse 7. It says, so God set another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest. Somebody say special rest. Special rest. Or a Sabbath rest. Somebody say Sabbath rest. Sabbath rest. And this is this blessed rest. And I've, I've experienced rest. Have you guys ever experienced rest? It's like where it's like you wait for the weekend. Anybody ever like, ah, oh, I just can't wait for Saturday so I don't have to do work for like a minute. Are you with me? And, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. And that, that's a kind of rest, but it's not blessed rest. Like there's this, there's a whole other level of rest, the Sabbath rest with the Lord, where he's blessing your socks off and doing crazy things. Like it's absolutely insane. And it's, it's not just getting away from the stresses of life. It's watching the overflow of God's goodness come onto you. That's unbelievable. It's humbling. Thank you. Um, we're, we're trying that today, but nothing actually means anything. <laughs> so we're practicing. Okay, we're practicing. Okay. So, trying to get yeah, yeah, we're working on some new stuff so that I can stay on time, but that's not, it doesn't matter today. I, I said it, you know, it's not going to matter. So there's no Super Bowl game today. Yeah. There's no football Super today. So I don't time. know why yeah. there's so many chairs empty. Come that's on, people. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so blessed rest is like when, when, when we were in, um, two-step beach, um, which is, which is near, uh, Kona. Other side of the other side of It's like two hours away from where we were, um. That's when we, we parked at that place and it was raining. The guy said, don't worry about it. Well, we went out in the water and, and nobody would, Chelsea went out in the water a little bit, um, but really I hung out there a bunch. Like I, I, does anybody like to snorkel? Do we have some snorkelers? Um, I'll be honest with you, I'd never snorkeled before. And the first time we tried to do this was with the turtles and it was the wind and the waves were crazy and the water would go in my snorkel and then I, I would just like start choking crazy and like flailing in the water. And and that's, I think, what normal rest is like. Like, like we're like, we're, I'm out here to try to enjoy this, but I'm really just choking and trying to survive for a little bit longer before I have to go back to work and do the same thing over again. Anybody with me? And so when I got to the second place, when we went to two-step, the, the, the weather was a little bit better. We were in this little cove, and so the water wasn't as bad, and, and I was able to calm down a little bit. And so now it's like I can calm down. The water would still go in my snorkel, but I, was, I had enough wherewithal to, to be able to just breathe it out and push it out. I felt like a, a whale. You know, I probably look like one too, but, um, but like pu- pushing all that, the water out of my snorkel, but I was able to just stay down there for a long time, just looking at all these fish. I mean, fish were, it was shallow. So the fish were like right in my face. Like a, the, I forget how to say it. The right? The state fish. Like I got to see a bunch of those. I got to see some angel fish. I got to see all these cool, so many different colors, like all these cool fish in there. And, to me, that was more of like that Sabbath rest. All of a sudden, here I am. I got to learn how to just calm down. Yes, the water is still there. Yes, it's still a little bit crazy. And, and breathing underwater is not normal, right? So it doesn't feel normal to be breathing while you're looking at stuff. But as we're doing it, it was, it was learning how to just calm down and see and enjoy everything around you. That's, that to me is your Sabbath Sabbath rest. We were We were talking last night, even thinking about this, and... He was talking about, you can look it up, but he was talking about the Guinness Book of World Records has a, the quietest room ever recorded. It's in Washington State. And it's in Washington State. And 
people can't stand there more than like the, not even an hour even before an hour. they like freak out because it's so quiet that you start to hear things that you wouldn't normally like functions in your body and things yeah. like that. And it freaks people out. And I was telling him like, I was panicking when I was snorkeling because I could hear myself breathing and I'm like, I'm breathing too fast. I'm hyperventilating. I'm going to pass out. You know, <laughs> and you get in your mind about stuff. Right. And so it's so crazy. The parallel of, of rest in that of like, when things quiet down, I think we find so much comfort in chaos. Mm-hmm. We find so much comfort in in the activity and the noise of things, and and even the the drama. I think we find comfort in drama, right? right. If there's not something going on, then something must be wrong, right? And so, this month, we were able to have things be quiet. Mm. We were able to hear things that maybe we wouldn't normally. We were able to feel things. Or be aware of things that maybe we wouldn't normally because of the chaos, right? And so, like, even just snorkeling, I think that was such a, a beautiful depiction of that, of just being there and being able to see things you would normally if you're not able to just Calm down. be still be in still. the Lord, you know? Yep. So. But verse 10, it says, For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. Verse 11, So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God, as the people of Israel did, we will fall. I think it's important to remember when we think about rest is, is it's not resting from your calling. Does that make sense? It's, it's, it's when you're living in your calling, then you will receive that blessed rest. Does that make sense? I think a lot of people confuse that. Like, I think it's we get to this place where we get burnt out and we're like, oh, I need to enter a season of rest because I'm burnt out. That's not rest. That's that panic mode. That's the, you're sitting, I'm just trying to survive and trying to breathe. And that's, that's not going to be what God's going to bless. That's where you end up falling. You'll end up going like, I thought we were supposed to rest, but here we've been sitting here for six months, eight months, a year. Nothing's happened. God hasn't done anything. I thought he was told us to rest, but you weren't resting in your calling. Does that make sense? Like when you're, when you're doing what God called you to do, when you're doing what God asked you to do, you're able to engage with him and rest. Does that make sense? So it's a little bit different. Um, and uh, I've written down here that uh, I don't think it's possible to enter into God's blessed rest in disobedience. So if God told you to do something and God called you to something, then you say yes to that no matter what it looks like. Now, I'll be honest with you. Um, I was, as I was looking through all the things that happened over this month and all the amazing things, I was just blown away. And I'm sitting there thinking like, gosh, like, if I tell everybody about how awesome this was, like it's gonna, I'm going to sound like I'm gloating or I'm going to sound like this is, you know, like that we're something special, that our obedience is better than anyone else. No, it's none of those things. It, and it really came down to it was the wheat and the tear get sown together. Like we went through so much crap over the last few years. I'll be honest with you. Like some of the hardest years of our life, the stress of it all. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, I was in knee braces like most of a, a whole year because the stress was so bad that my, my knees would swell up from tiny little things, but because of that stress. And, and so we have to remember, like, obedience doesn't always look pretty. Sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes it's really challenging. But the blessings of that blessed rest, that Sabbath rest, I can't even, I, I'm about to share some of that with you. But it, it, it gets a little crazy. You know, when you enter into rest in disobedience, you're entering into a wilderness season mm-hmm. is really what you're doing. Yep. Rest uh, without obedience. Isolation is the enemy's playground, right? That wilderness. And so when you 
step into rest because you're burnt out or you step into rest because you're offended or bitter or whatever, those reasons that out of, out of disobedience, you are subjecting yourself to wilderness and barrenness. And, but when you step into rest in obedience, in understanding the blessing of God is, is prompting you to do that, you're stepping into that blessed rest. And so there's a difference. So point number two for my note takers is God will do the impossible in blessed rest. He'll do the impossible in blessed rest. So, got to make it quick. I, I'll do it as quick okay. as I can. Are you ready? I got to do it a little bit justice, but because um, this is a little bit crazy for me, and I'm going to cry. Are you guys ready for me to cry? Okay. So, in the middle of all that, and we didn't show this part on purpose, but in the middle of all that, um, Chelsea got me a, a Christmas gift. Some of you know what what she got me. She got me tickets to go see Wayne Gretzky. And if anybody knows who Wayne Gretzky is, uh, yeah, there I am right there. I was excited out of my mind, like, like out of my mind. When I got this for Christmas, I cried like a baby. Like, I kid you not, ask my mother-in-law. Like, I didn't even, couldn't even say thank you. I was just like, <laughs> and so I'm crying. And, and then like, I go and look it up, and I'm like, oh, man, there's a meet and greet. Like, there's a possibility I can meet Wayne Gretzky. But those tickets were sold out. So Chelsea did the next best thing, got me second row tickets. So you'll see in the next picture, I'm on the second row. Uh, There's like, I'm right behind one person. I can see Wayne Gretzky's like right there, you guys. Like right there. Like like he can see me. I'm the most ridiculous person in the room because I asked the, okay, so I'm weird, right? So I was really excited, if you can't tell. Um, I was really excited about this. So I reached out to the, the PR person asking, like, how do I get meet and greet tickets? Like, I want to meet him so bad. And she's like, okay, I'll email you as soon as one opens up. And, and she'd email me. And then I'd get back to her and she'd like, oh, sorry, somebody purchased it before you got back to me. I'm like, oh, like for, for like a month I'm doing this, like three weeks. I'm like, oh, just trying, trying, trying to, to get into these tickets. So much so, I go up there an hour early. I ask the lady, I'm like, so the inner child in me wants to wear my jersey and like a foam finger. Is that okay? I, I don't know what kind of meeting this is. Should I be wearing a suit? Like, I don't know. And, and she's like, oh, it's fine. There's no, there's no dress code. You can wear whatever you want. And so, so obviously, I, I wore what you saw. Um, and I had my magazine, if you want to go back to that. Yeah, that magazine um, was my dad got when he was 18 years old. Um, and Wayne Gretzky was 20 years old when that, that magazine came out. And, uh, and so I, I was just like, I, I even thought to myself, I had it in on, I brought it with me because I'm just a little kid, you guys. Like I went from 36 years old to six years old in a minute. I'm like just sitting there, just excited out of my mind. I'm the first one in the building because I got there an hour early. And they're, they're like, are, are you excited? I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. Like I had the lady take a picture of me. I'm like, he's going to be sitting in that chair right there. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm like, just freak. I'm like a little girl, you guys. Like it's that bad. Like, if you go to that next picture again with the, looking at him, that lady that's sitting in front of me, like, I'm crying throughout him just talking. Like, he's, he's sharing, like, experiences he had in hockey and all this stuff. And, and I'm just crying. I'm like, I can't believe I'm in the room with Wayne Gretzky. And I was just telling the people in front of me, like, I've imagined this day my whole life. Like, I, I remember going to hockey games just thinking he could be in the building somewhere. Like, like you guys, this is, this is how ridiculous this is. But she, she was just like, wow, you are so cute, which means, like, you're like a child. You know, but anyway, so it's amazing. Like, I just love listening to him the whole time, sitting there. I'm just in awe. He finishes, he gets off the stage, and I can't leave. Like, I'm just standing there like, wow, I just got to listen to Wayne Gretzky talk and just out of, blown out of my mind. And the security lady that had taken the picture for me before the whole thing started, she's like, was it amazing? I said, oh, my gosh. 
best day ever. Like, I can't even tell you. I'm just so blown away that I got to be here. And she's like, are you going to the meet and greet? I said, no. I tried for three weeks and I couldn't get tickets. I came an hour early, asked the ticket guy. I'm like, hey, is there any way that I can get into this thing? And he's like, sorry, sir, the tickets are sold out. I'm like, oh, so I I won't be able to do it. And she says, well, I know where he's going to be. Do you want me to take you up there? I was like, oh, no, that's okay. Like, like, I didn't get tickets. It's okay. Like, don't worry about it. She's like, are you kidding me? I see how much this means to you. Like, stop talking right now and come with me. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. And, and so, like, I'm, I'm already, like, getting emotional again. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And some people heard her say this, so now they're following us. And so I've got these two security ladies, like, walking me to this secret elevator in the back. And I get in the elevator. And as we start going up in the elevator, I start realizing what's about to happen. And so I'm like... <laughs> And they're like, is he crying? What's going Are you okay? I'm like, I just can't believe this is happening. Even if you even get me close to the door. Like, I don't even care. Like, ah. And I'm, I'm getting emotional again just thinking about it. But we get out of the elevator, and they tell everybody that walked with us. They said, no, you guys can't come. It's just for him. He's going to go in. And, and so they take me into the other security guard lady. And the security guard lady is like, why are you bringing someone in here? And they said, you know, look at him. He's, he's a... He's a pastor, he's this, and, and he brought this magazine from what his dad gave him when he was a kid and all this stuff, and, and, uh, and so then the other security guard's like, what, where's your church at? And I'm bawling, like, a, I'm like, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't even tell her, like, what the name of the church was, where we were, I'm like, I don't even know my own name right now, like, and she's like, okay, sir, just calm down, um, like, I swear, you guys, it's like a little girl, like, I'm just like, I'm just like bawling, and so she's like, why don't you just go sit over there, he's going to be here in a few minutes. And so I'm sitting in the corner, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. I can't believe I'm in the room. There's, like, city councilmen and stuff in there. Wayne Gretzky walks in, and he's taking pictures with all the city council people. I'm taking pictures of them with him. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he's, like, now he's not just, like, right there. Now he's, like, right here. Like, oh, my gosh, he's, like, right there. I'm, like, taking pictures like a weirdo. And a couple people in line to take pictures with him, and, and they asked for a signature. And so he, he made him come sit down next to me. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, he's going to come over here in a minute. Like, this is crazy. And so he comes over, and he's like, so I'll sign one thing for each of you. Um, what, what do you want me to sign? And I'm like, I, I can't even talk to him. Like, I can't say anything. Like, you guys, like, I, I have problems stopping talking here, and I can't even say anything. This is Wayne Gretzky. And I'm, I'm holding my magazine. I'm, I've got my marker, and I've, I'm like, uh, and I, I give him the marker, and I said, sign my jersey. And so he signs the back of my jersey. Wayne Gretzky, you guys, like, like I was, oh my gosh, I was just like in shock. I'm like, I can't believe Wayne Gretzky just signed my jersey. And so he leaves to go to another VIP room and the security guard lady comes in. She's like, how was it? I'm like, it was amazing. And she's like, did you get your picture with him? No, I forgot to do that part. Like, oh my gosh. I say he signed my jersey, but I didn't do it. She's like, well, he's going over to the other VIP room. Just walk around the hallway. You got in here. I know you'll get in there. Just go. And I was like, okay. And so I'm like going, jogging over to the other room. And this security guard, he's serious, you know. Like he's standing in front of the door. Sir, no one can go in here. Like I'm like, okay, all right, fine. Like, I'm like, what am I going to do? And just as I'm sitting, standing there for just a second, the door opens. And I kid you, you're not, you guys. There's a guy on the other side of the door who's on my hockey team. I was like, so I told the security guard, hey, there's a guy with long hair right behind the door. His name is Jay. Tell him I'm here. And he's like, 
okay. And he opens the door. Is there a Jay in here? He goes, yeah, what's up? He's like, there's a guy out here for you. He's like, what? And he opens the door. He's like, hey, bro. And as soon as he says that, I just walk in. I'm like, hey, what's up, buddy? I'm like, good to see you. Like, I'm like, and so I'm standing in line with him now. I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, my God. Like, anyways, again. And so I stood in line, and I finally I got my picture with Wayne Gretzky, you guys. <laughs> the coincidences <laughs> yeah. of God's goodness. I, he had to do it his way. I mean, he could have just let me get one of the VIP tickets. But instead, it was like, no, he's going to have the security guard walk me up there. And then I, I'm so beside myself, I don't get a picture. So then I walk to the other room and just so happens that one of my friends is in the room. Are you kidding me? Like, only God could do that. And this is what our whole month was like, you guys. Just one thing after another, doing those things. So Point number three is I will let God lead through blessed rest. I will let God lead through blessed rest. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, just to wrap up, um, we went to the Big Island, and that was the place we'd never been before, right? We didn't know we were going, so we didn't really do research and plan our trip out or anything like that. We just went and just said, what do we do, you know? And um, it was so cool because... It was like the second or third day, and we woke up, and, and I said to Jess, and I said, you know what? God knows this island better than we do. Why don't we let him take us somewhere? And so it was raining, and so we got in the car, and we just said, okay, God, you tell us where to go. And so we just drove, and we ended up going down this road that was kind of getting more narrow and more bumpy and a little bit more, like, sketchy to be driving on. But we kept driving because, you know, God said... So, so we go, and it's like this cliff, and there's like crosses, like memorial crosses, and we're like, oh, gosh, maybe this right, isn't Somebody like, fell off the cliff. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't be here, you know? Um, but there was a couple of other cars there, and, and it was just, just this gorgeous view, and we, we were just awestruck, and the, the ground is like lava. I mean, you could see where it yeah, had folded. You could see the ripples of, I mean, the fold was, of the lava. It was amazing. Was so cool. Well, there was this guy, like, on his lunch break or something, and he said, hey, are you, where are you guys from? Oh, we're California. And he's like, if you think this is cool, you should go over here and just take a left turn and another left turn, and you'll see it. It's right there. We're like, oh, man, okay. So we literally, we go, like, down the road, left turn, left turn, and we find this place called Maku Lookout. And... It was breathtaking. I took like a thousand pictures and it was amazing. You guys, those are not stock photos. Those are like actual <laughs> pictures. It was beautiful. Like just, it took our breath away and it was so amazing. But I, I wanted to share that with you because I, I was telling Justin, like so many times we find ourselves in a foreign place, mm -hmm. right? In our lives, a new place. And what do we do, right? A lot of times, I don't know about you, but, like, we panic, we worry, we get stressed out, we take a step back, we go back to familiar, which is not always best, right? And so when you're in a place that seems like there's nothing familiar, I want to encourage you to let God lead you, right? And like he just said, that we'll let God lead through blessed rest, right? When you're in that season when you're in a moment where you're like, okay, God, this is all new, and this is really overwhelming. I don't know where to go. This is a cliff right here, and it's beautiful, <laughs> but I see things that maybe aren't so cool. And so 
God will bring people in your life. God will bring people um, or things or moments or opportunities into your life. And if we're obedient, if we're listening, if we're flexible to say, oh, okay, it might just be a left turn and a left turn and find it right there. And so that's how it was all month long. I mean, it was just, we could tell you story after story after story, but we just don't have the time. Um, so if you want to hear more, just we'll go to dinner or something. But, um, and we want to hear even more. So we want to hear what God did in your life. And mm-hmm. I wish that we like could just do a big round like bonfire and go around the circle and have everybody share because that would be amazing. But um, we want to finish with this. So in Psalm uh, 23, it says, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. Thank you. He guides me along right paths. Let him guide you. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessing. That's the splash zone that my mom was talking about, right? It overflows. When you allow God to pour into you and you live this out, there is an overflow. There is a splash zone. The people in your life will be impacted because of your obedience. I just want to encourage you in that. You, you honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Forever. Blessed rest is Sabbath rest. A kind of rest that only God can give. Only God can give. And just to finish this off, I want to encourage you to stay strong. And what God's called you to do. Don't give up. Now is not the time to quit. The time, it, now is the time to dive in. Say, God, I'm all in. What do you have for me? What do you want for me? And there'll, there'll be seasons of blessed rest. Listen, don't settle. Don't settle for just, just rest away from stress. It's not the same. I want to, I would love to tell you all the coincidences that happened all month long. I mean, just years of preparation that God did to make things happen that happened this month that seemed impossible. The odds were completely against it. But that's the kind of rest that God wants to give each and every one of us. But it's only in obedience. Obedience is the key to get in. You don't have obedience, you don't have admission. You don't have the admission ticket to get in. And so stay in obedience. There will be a time where you have this blessed rest, this Sabbath rest. And I encourage every one of you to have that kind of rest. Set aside time. Make it for God. I don't have time. I'm too busy. I got too much going on. Listen, you don't know what you're saying. You don't know because you don't know what kind of rest that I'm talking about. Because I never knew this rest until this month. Never. I've had Sabbath time. I had time what I called the Sabbath, right? You guys aren't supposed to talk to me on Fridays, right? My, that's my family day. It's my Sabbath day. Is it really though or is it just time I try to get away from all the craziness? wasn't Sabbath like this. That's what I encourage each of you to dive into is to know that kind of rest because that kind of rest is just ridiculous. But in Matthew 6.33, it says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. 
if we remember that as we're doing what we're doing, all of a sudden when the stress of ministry, the stress of your job, the stress of family, the stress of finances, I don't know what you're going through. I know I go through a lot of that. I'll be honest with you. When I got back and got bombarded with life again, I looked at my looked at how much money we spent while we were gone and went, oh my gosh, and where did any of our money go? Do we have any left? Like I, I started, I, I reminded myself I was in that pool again with, with the snorkel and I started freaking out and needing to take that out of my mouth and just stand up for a minute, not thinking about the sea urchins and other things that are underneath them, possibly underneath my feet, right? Like I'm going to step on something and really hurt myself. But what I really need to do is just calm down, understand that God made every one of these little miracles you guys, Wayne Gretzky, that was like a dream since I was a little boy that God put together. It blew my mind. But he has that for each and every one of us. Those moments, you might not care about Wayne Gretzky, that's fine. But for me, like that was everything. Like I, I was crying so much. I told one of the other people, I'm like, dude, I cried more at this than I did my own wedding. Yeah. And I said that in front of Chelsea and she, she just goes, it's true. Yeah. That's him, you know, but it just meant so much to me, but God knew that meant so much to me and he knows what, what means to you and what God's going to do for you. And when you step into that place of obedience, that's where you'll get to step into that place of Sabbath rest, that special rest, that blessed rest. And so I just want to pray over everybody as we finish up. Can we do that? Awesome. Father God, I just thank you so much for today. Lord, I thank you for this month. I wish I, we didn't even get close to articulating what you did and how amazing you are. And God, you deserve so much glory for all that you did for us. And God, I pray, Lord, that that would pour out on everybody in this room and everybody watching online and everybody who watches this years from now. God, I pray, Lord, that you'd just bless us each with that blessed rest, that Sabbath rest, to step in obedience to what you've called us to do and just see your goodness and your glory out over us, God, in a way that is unexplainable, impossible, and amazing. And so, God, I just pray a blessing over every person here, and uh, we thank you for today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message blessed your life in such a powerful way. Come visit us here at Livingstone's Church in person at Dorothy McElhinney Middle School in French Valley, California, every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. You can also watch us online on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Church Center, or at livingstones.tv. If God is using this ministry to touch and impact your life, and you would like to consider partnering with us in your giving, you can do so by giving in the Church Center app or by going to livingstones.tv giving. We hope you have a wonderful week.